Welcome to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast, the podcast that shows you how to build a world-class service business from the dirt up. And now your host, Mark Stoner. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast. Thank you for joining me this week. Uh, I am celebrating Independence Day, as many of you are. It's kind of a nice weekend because... I don't know how you did it, but uh, since Monday was kind of a gap between the weekend and then Tuesday, we let everybody off from Monday as well. Um, so that was good for the people in the business. A lot of people said thank you. Some people wanted to work, uh, but it was a nice break. You know, for us in the chimney industry, this is kind of the mid-season of the slower time, typically, and it has been for us for sure. And uh, we look forward. It was always like after July Fourth, uh, things kind of started picking up, picking up in the you know in the more busy direction. And I noticed a little bit of a pickup last week, so I'm hoping that's the case because we've definitely been off this year in the in the chimney business for us. Uh, the other side, the other business I've got that is going crazy is powder coating. We've a lot of lot of nice things happening for us overall, and uh, it's been pretty exciting. But I say that just to because, just to say, just to because, to say that I am still so thankful to be in this country. And I recently, if you follow me on social media, I went to, uh, I went over into the Maldives, which is kind of the Indi- in India. We went to Mali, got on a boat and uh, did a lot of scuba diving. And then we went to a resort in the Maldives and it was awesome. And then we stopped in Dubai and did some crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, it's just amazing. And and I really, I didn't want to like Dubai as much as I did, but I really liked it. And, you know, there were some things in there that made me, made me concerned for the United States in some ways. Now, we it's still our game to lose, for sure. But my goodness, they are coming fast and hard for everything that we've got. Um, they are super innovative. They have low, low taxation on no, no. There's no income tax. Um, they have a very progressive, and uh, um, not progressive, more aggressive um, stance and pro business. Uh, they are anything is possible. And they want you to come, and it's very pro-American over there. There's tons of American businesses. They all speak English, very friendly. They take the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar is actually strong against their currency. And, man, it was an amazing, amazing experience. It was almost like it was in a new America. Like, you know, that Dubai is only like 50 years old. And they are going as fast as they can, and, you know, Oil is the way they get a lot of their money, but it's only third in their economy. And the United States could, I mean, it's been the biggest transfer of wealth in, in human history, the amount of money that the U.S. has given to the Middle East for oil. And and it shows they've got our money and they are doing amazing things with it. Uh, a lot of them are. And we really had a great time. I, I, I hope for America's future. I hope we can get together. You know, it was extremely safe over there. Because the you know it's pretty strict rules. This, you know some people are like yeah you could get your hand cut off. That's that's more like Saudi Arabia. This in Dubai it's more like you know you can get arrested pretty easily for you know like public display of affection and certain things that we think are way out of bounds. But they've got a a, a, 
I don't know, just a culture and people don't do bad stuff over there it is in public or to each other. Uh, and they, you know, you could leave your wallet somewhere. It's still going to be there. There was no crime. There's no homelessness. There's no dirt. There's no trash on the street. I, I literally didn't find one like cigarette butt or one anything anywhere. It's so clean. And, um, it was it was amazing, and again, I I am hopeful for the United States that we can somehow, we have to somehow get together. We have to, and I don't think we will necessarily. I was listening to a a thing on seventeen seventy six, you know, during the Revolutionary War and all that. That you know, the question was, would you be on the side of of Britain, or would you be on the side of what ended up being the United States? You know, and and we were divided back then. You know, we look back and we think, yeah, everybody was against Britain and for the most part. And we were all united, but we weren't. A third of the people roughly were for Britain. A third were for, you know, getting away from Britain. And a third, and it was slightly more than a third, was for, um, was undecided. They didn't do anything. They weren't pro or against. They were just kind of getting along. And they were showing how, like, if the British were coming through a town, like a tavern or a place would put a British flag out front to show their allegiance. And then if the, you know, the rebels, the, the revolutionists were coming through, they would switch to a different flag to just kind of be in the middle. And I, and everybody, you wonder how you would be, you know, um, I, I, I personally think, and you may not agree with this, but I, I personally think the COVID test was a, uh, the COVID force was a, I know, almost was a test, in my opinion, of how will you go along with what the government says? Will you will you abide by what they say or, you know, and by what the, the group is saying that we should do for the betterment of whatever? And I think that they forced a thing, you know, down a lot of us. And you better believe back in the day, you were being forced down to, to listen to the government. You were being forced to do what was right. If you didn't, a lot of people were going to die, right? That was the thing. You, th- This is what the government does is they they tell you if you don't do something, people are going to die. And, um, and that's how it was back in 1776. You were forced or you were going to die or you were going to be treasonous and... That happens today. If you don't listen to what they say, you're treasonous. You are, you know, you are against it. So we as a country have always disagreed. And that's been part of what we do now. In Dubai, it's like nobody disagrees because you can't disagree. And I don't I don't agree with everything that they do. I don't mean that. I don't like my wife, you know, had to cover up at certain things, especially religious. You know, she had to wear headwear and cover her shoulders and you know and, and and even like the men are still very much in control of of the whole process like if like at a at a table like when we they came to take our order uh they would ask the men first what we wanted and then they would ask the women which was weird to me i'm always used to the women being asked first and guys go second but that's not their culture and I wasn't over there to buck the culture or have a problem with it. I'm in there to just understand it and try to make the most and have the most fun and be respectful. Don't be an ugly American over there going, we got it this way or this is you know BS. No, I'm in their country and I'm going to respect what they do. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, you know, be part of that and, 
and try to understand it. And, you know, it gives you, you know, traveling abroad, I highly recommend it for everybody because it gives you a different sense of, of what America is. I've always, for many, many years, I always almost kissed the ground when I got back to the United States. When we got back here, I was like, man, uh, as many problems we have, we've got it better than they do. Well, this trip was a little different for me. I, I definitely, I mean, I definitely saw a, a big gap in our game in the last 10 years, how we treat each other, how we're getting away from the rule of law, how we're getting away from, you know, some standards, some moral standards, I think is ruining our, ruining our country and dividing us is going to make us weaker and easier to, to take over from the inside. If, if we don't have a country and a group of people that will fight and be proud of the United States, uh, we are we are doomed. And, and over in Dubai and even in India, the people overall, I should say Dubai mostly, they were proud of who they are, what they have, who they were proud of their leaders, their kings and crown princes. And, you know, they were they because they show they saw what they did for the people too. you know, these people employed them. These people uh, gave them a better life. You know, the standard of living has gone up since they've taken over and since they've you know like the crown prince who's like a 40 year old guy he was the one who came up with deep dive dubai which i did scuba diving world's deepest pool the big zip line the he came up with a lot of these innovations the eye which is a big ferris wheel and all these things like they are pro-business, pro-financial, pro-entertainment. You know, there's no gambling or anything like that. So it's not like Las Vegas at all. It's more structurally sound in a lot of ways on, on one, entertaining people, but not taking from them like gambling does. And two, uh, very pro-business and very low taxation. So... That being said, last night we had some friends from France over. Um, one of my friends who I rode motorcycles with, he's a French chimney sweep. He was in town and I got his daughter an internship with another French uh, girl that my daughter knew that needed help. And so she's been over here with an, an internship. And, you know, they love they love America, too. They love what's possible in this country. And they know it's not quite the same in France. You know, they're very... They love France, but they they know what you know. They, they used to think of America as the you know the great beacon on the hill, and he you know when he was younger he could never be here. Now he comes here all the time, and has ridden all over the country, and is very pro America. And um, you know he's he's worried about his country at times too. One of the biggest problems there, he's a chimney guy, he can't get anybody to do the work, and he said literally no one wants to work. He said we have. I can't get them to work. I can't get them to come work for me. And he said, you know, you can have all the money in the world, but how are you going to build anything? How are you going to get your house built if we don't provide and we don't, you know, celebrate, you know, blue collar workers and celebrate what built this country? I mean, it takes both sides of it, but you know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm probably preaching to the choir here, but Again, our messaging in our schools is 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 messed up. We we have to celebrate all the things, not and we have to bring back, you know, shop class. We have to bring back the automotive side and, and all the things that you do work with your hands and 
also train on, you know, you know, graphic design and all the, the computer stuff. But, you know, he said over there, everybody just wants to work on a computer or work remotely and don't, they don't want to do the work. One of the things I found interesting is when we were in Dubai, almost everybody, even the people that would drive us around had a degree in something. They would like the guy that was driving us, we did four wheelers one day in the sand and then we went out to this camp out in the desert with camels and, you know, all kinds of cool stuff out there. And they had a big meal for us. It was amazing. And he was a, actually some type of an engineer, but he also worked for an entertainment company where he took us around and he showed us around and he was like our, our chauffeur for the day. And then we had pictures taken in the desert and uh, we they had this like picture booth there. And the guy, uh, you know, he looked at the pictures and, they, you know, they sell them to you. And my wife, you know, she had this big white kind of, uh, you know, decorative you know, uh, apparel on, but her leggings, her black leggings were kind of showing through or when she's on the camera, it was kind of showing and the guy's like, Oh, I'll, I'll Photoshop that in. He said, I'm a graphic designer too. And a lot of the, what I was super surprised about was how high tech they all were over there. They were the most high tech country. I mean, everybody was super high tech. The whole infrastructure is they almost they don't need police very much because uh, so much facial recognition, so many cameras, and and you almost can't get away with a crime. And um, even flying over on Emirates Airlines, um, you know, it's a government owned or government sponsored airline, so there was a lot of pro uh, Dubai, pro United Arab Emirates like propaganda on the on the plane going over, but. Although I knew what it was, I didn't hate it. You know, like they were very pro-police. They talked about, you know, uh, how the police, you know, do things and how they are, you know, looking to make things better and better for their citizens. They were pro-government. They were pro, you know, what all the things are doing. They were pro-business. And you kind of got a steady stream of that. If you if you weren't watching a movie and you're just listening, once the movie's off, this you know, these, this kind of propaganda stuff comes on. And I listen to a lot of it because we, it's almost like we're not proud of anything we do. And if you're proud of something in America, you like shouldn't be proud of it. And, uh, you know, I, it'd been a while since I heard a lot of that kind of pro country kind of stuff, but it also then resonates in the people. And then the people are pulling in the right direction and they're all kind of, you know, believe they believe in something. And that's the main thing. You still have to believe in the American dream. You still have to believe that that flag. I know we've we've gone crazy on the flags. Everybody's got a flag now, but we still have one flag. It is, unites us all. It, it's, it has a promise behind the one flag that we will all be. Uh, we will ha- all have justice. We will all have representation. We will all be free under one flag. Not a thousand flags for every different thing you can think of. It's ridiculous what, what's happening to us in that. But um, the belief in America of what it is and what it can be, always getting better, hopefully, always trying to learn from its past mistakes and always trying to get better. And again, that is the dream that we all, that I believe in fervently, uh, I believe, you know, just the fact that you can just 
come up with a business in the United States and start it. That's unlike almost anywhere in the world. And we take it for granted. And in the things that we can just do, travel state to state, we can uh, travel to other countries. Uh, we have um, we have so many real freedoms here. You have to be careful that they don't take them away as they try to do. Again, I'm still pretty bit on COVID about all the things that they did to us, all the things they forced us to do. And now when you look back, almost every single thing was wrong. Almost every single thing they said had a ulterior motive to it. And a lot of that stuff is coming out. And you realize that if, if they decide to do something, they can do it. And if the citizens will go along with it, if you go along with it, they can and, and they guilt you into going along with it. So that is, again, that is a independence. I, I, I want we need to be a, a more fierce uh, defender of our rights and don't let them be taken away for the public safety so easily, which we all know is, is not real. I almost feel like we need another Independence Day. We, you know, not that we need another 9-11, but after 9-11, we were very united uh, for the most part. This country was united in, in a direction. And I, I just want that again. I, I remember those feelings that we all had and we were really pro-American. And um, I think when things are really good, so good sometimes that we look for problems and, um, I'll tell you that the thing when I got back from this trip is I'm just trying to be more present and, and watching and, and almost a little bit more quiet. Um, because the more you know and you look around, you see how many people are wrong about things. And then so if they're so wrong about things, they really don't know what they're talking about. And when you read stuff that's completely wrong, what are you wrong about? You know, what am I wrong about? What, what do I what do I not know? What, what I think I'm right about and I'm not right about it. So I think maybe that's wisdom <laughs> so, you know, coming out. But uh, in a couple of days, I'm going to be 56 on July 8th. I'm 56. And, um, you know, I, it's so funny about aging is I, I do not feel I still feel young. I still feel 35. I still feel, you know, health update. I've lost 30 almost 35 pounds now from the beginning of the year. So I'm down a lot of weight and uh, I, I feel a lot better. And uh, at times I can be weak because, you know, most of the way you do it is just through calorie reduction. But I can tell you, man, there's not too many fat people over in Europe. They they just, you know, that's uh, my friend was in Italy and he's like, man, there's the wild thing is the fat people are Americans. And um and so for me, I, I agree. I, I, it's good to be, to drop the weight and feel better. And again, at 56, as you get older, that, that weight does not, uh, it doesn't, you know, age well with you. And as many of you know, I, I went through quite a few health issues from the time I was 50 to about 54, 55, you know, between, you know, my hip replacement and I had a heart surgery and I had a neck a uh, neck disc replacement and I had a hernia surgery and I'm like, man, I got to get myself, I got to get myself together. Now, some of it is being beat up from, you know, working my whole life and wrestling my whole life or wrestling, you know, when I was younger. And so some of those, you know, some of those things come, come home to roost, but 
Man, I'm excited. I'm excited for this next year. I want to leave you on a positive note. I I, uh, I want to do everything I can to uh, to help you, help you live the American dream, help you realize the American dream. Uh, and I, if if working for a company is is you know you fitting in, I want to help you there. And if you doing your own thing and trying to build something to bring people along is is what you want, I want to help you with that. There was a girl last night, a French girl, and she's a solopreneur. She's got a few, uh, you know, just a few employees, and she's stressed out. She's absolutely stressed out, and, and you know, I, she basically never works on you know systems for the business. It's just always working. She just works, 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 but builds no system. So every time an employee leaves her, it's like Groundhog Day. Every time, you know, she's got to start all the way over. And it, it becomes, you know, disheartening when that happens as a, as a solopreneur. So she's trying to live the, the American dream, but she says a lot of her employees watch her and say, I don't want that. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to go through what you're going through. And almost every entrepreneur that might be listening to this knows exactly what I'm saying. There's times for sure that you went, man, man, I think I might, I might go work for somebody else or give this up because it's, it's such a pain. I mean, or there's brighter horizons out there without all of the work. But I'm here to tell you on the other side of that, if, if it's in your DNA to be a, to be a true entrepreneur and go for it, uh, there is a, a really, if you do the right work and you, you make good decisions and you, you keep trying to make decisions and don't be afraid of making mistakes, there is an amazing life on the other side of it. One of the reasons I post as many things on Facebook as I do is because some of it is so it's inspirational to other people to, you know, if you do these things and if you like some of the things I'm doing, maybe you can do them too. You know, I'm, I hope, I hope at 56, you can start to enjoy some of the fruits of your labor. You better be able to without making it seem like you're bragging. I think maybe if I was 25 and I hadn't really created something, it might be different, but I want to show people, you know, what the other side looks like once you've if you've put in the hard work, if you've if you're working on the American dream, if you've taken advantage of all the things that America has to offer, not all the things, but if you take advantage of the, the opportunity, there's a great life out there. And I fully believe in it. Well, I'm going to cut it just a little bit short, getting ready to head to a barbecue. And I wanted to get this out before we before we left for the evening. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. And uh, God bless America. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes or any place that you listen to podcasts. More information is also available at markstoner.com.